Welcome everyone back to the podcast. I'm here with my actual doppelganger. Now, <laughs> there's not many times in life where you actually meet your doppelganger, but um, my friend James, we actually met within a job interview for this Macquarie Public speaking role. And bro, we had like a nuts, a nuts experience. It was so funny. It was crazy. And then we ended up working the job together, becoming good mates. And James is a fourth year psychology student. He's just an awesome guy, drives a really badass car and just like up for the chill vibes. And James, bro, I just had to have you on the podcast, man. So welcome. Thank you, brother. Thank you. It's, uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. A bit of a, bit of a nice compliment, especially the car. I don't know about badass, cute car, maybe. But, um, <laughs> cute car. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little frog. I don't know about badass, but yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, bro, it's peace, it's peace. James, <laughs> as customary for all my um my guests, I ask my, my first question is, what is wisdom to you? Oh man. That's a that's a pretty uh pretty broad question. I reckon I reckon there's two parts to wisdom. I reckon there's the wisdom but uh, there's the wisdom part, obviously. No. There's the experience part of wisdom. I think I think wisdom comes from experience more so than anything else but i think wisdom can also be like a like a self-wisdom like a like your own philosophy sort of thing like that that to me is wisdom as well um yeah i guess i don't really know how else to describe it just really experience and like what you take as things that's your own personal wisdom you know yeah so that's interesting because you mentioned um like that that self philosophy that self philosophy yeah. aspect and I find that interesting. What how do you know how do you know that something is your your self philosophy? Oh, that's hard to know. Honestly, I don't know. I feel like if it resonates with you, it kind of it shows to be not your own, but true to yourself. Because it doesn't need to be your own, but you can re- you know you can relate to it and feel like it is something that you can, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I think I think it's something just like that, really, not really much more to it. Yeah, no, it's interesting, like the part about how if if it just resonates, that's mm. that's, that's interesting because like sometimes mm. you hear something, it just feels right, sort of thing. Yeah, it does, right, right, exactly. Yeah, so James, I'll, we'll get we'll get we'll get into a little bit of our experience. Um, we're doing we're doing some like major public speaking, major public speaking vibes. And could you just tell me a little bit about you know what what kind of like what you learned, what you took out of the experience and stuff? Let's just have a chat. Let's debrief about oh, it, man. man. I feel like we haven't debriefed. Well, what I learned, honestly, I feel like it was probably one of the best public speaking opportunities for myself. I always had issues with uh, public speaking and just like interacting with other people in large group settings. I found like, I don't know, those, those two weeks, especially even the, even the training was quite like useful. I feel just to um, kind of get a grip of it. And then when I, when we started doing it together, I found it's not actually as hard as I kind of made it up to be, mm. especially like whole life, high school, everything. I was like, man, Public speaking is so scary, you know what I mean? I'm like, damn, what these people staring at you? You don't know what to be like, you know, they're judging you, whatever. Kind of went up and I think I think the part that kind of kind of killed me a little bit was um during training when you when you bloody G'd me up and you got me come up. I reckon I reckon that was a bit of a um in the time, yeah, it was a stitch up. But I think thinking back on it, um no, I'm I'm thankful for that because it kind of it kind of pushed me out of my comfort and I, I kind of um I don't know it's it's good I think now in, I've, I've changed a lot in the last couple of weeks and it feels good to see that you know what I mean that's awesome man just to give a bit of context <laughs> we did sorry yeah no I'll just give a bit of context to anyone listening I think we pulled off the stitch off I put up the stitch off stitch up of the century <laughs> we, we basically like I could sense James you were feeling like like oh, but I was feeling a bit scared as well, and I'm like, yeah. oh, we got to get up there. I knew we'd have fun, so yeah, I just we decided to make the James James chant, and yeah, bro, it was so funny, man. You were looking around like who, who James, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but dude, like 
you know, we we got off there and we just had a lot of fun and you, you rocked yeah. it. Like I already sent, I already knew you'd you'd be awesome at it. You've just got you got away with it. So that was that was really cool. And I guess and also James did end up getting me back in one of the last sessions. That was a, that was a good <laughs> one. Too. James, do you want to yeah, explain? <laughs> yeah. So we're doing we're doing a it was the respect module, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And one of the uh, I can't remember the topic now. Thinking off the top of my head. It was, oh, it was active bystanding. Active bystanding. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking about it, and no one's answering like what they think of what it might be. Everyone's a bit shy. So I'm looking over, and I see you're like you're like thinking about it. You're like, what is going on? What does this mean? I point to you. Oh, I see you have an answer. You were lost out of your mind. <laughs> little, little bit of little bit of revenge, but in a little. Uh, um, you got it in the end, though. I, I think that was really good. We we pulled through. We pulled through. It's funny because uh, before, you know, I think in, in both cases, um, we we both felt the fear. We both sensed it and kind of <laughs> jokingly pushed each other over it. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think I think that's um that's that's a good thing. How. Like with with then just laughing and and joking around and getting ourselves over over the edge to take opportunities, James. I'd ask you, um, like what got you over the edge to you know to go for the job? What what gets you over the edge, just in general? I think particularly for the job, I used it as a placement. So that was my pushing driving factor, and I think it was as I said earlier, it was kind of helpful because I, I was always worried about public speaking. So I did actually end up taking something from it, which is really, really good. Um, but in general, I'm, I'm not sure. I guess just like a like a personal interest in something might might do it for me. I think being yeah, just motivated to do it, and I'll. It's I find it hard to motivate myself, but when I do eventually, and I get that kick and I get that push, I, I think yeah, I think that's really the the pushing driving factor. Yeah. Well, you know, James, that's interesting because if I. If I compared the two weeks I spent doing all that versus the two weeks I would have spent if, you know, like I hadn't had that opportunity, mm. I know I probably would be on my phone, maybe caught up with mates like only once in the week and stuff. And like, I, I feel like that experience was so enriching. How, like, do you, do you kind yeah. of, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, 100%, 100%. Yeah. So, I, yeah, like, and I guess, I guess, and I'm just like another talking point around it's interesting that you bring up interest and kind of motivation. I feel like, um, I feel like sometimes it's hard to develop interest and motivation when, when I'm stuck on social media or when I'm just mm. doom scrolling sort of thing and stuff. So, I guess yeah. my question is, would you speak to like developing interest and motivation towards something? What, what's the go there? I think. I think self-reflection, I, I think it comes down to that. At least I, I'll speak for myself really, but when it comes to motivating myself, I kind of have to take a step back. I, I have all these plans and things I want to do, but I've got to look back and go, hey, okay, slow down first of all. I've got 20, 20 goals and aspirations. I can't do them all at once. And to really get a kick, to get a start, I need to just sit back, look at it like objectively and kind of just... Yeah, kind of just take it slowly. You know what I mean? Like, is this realistic? Can I do this? And and push through from there. And if if I can't work it out, there's no harm in talking to people about it. I talk to my mother a lot about all my issues. Hmm. If she thinks there might be something that I could do better, I'll ask with my partner. I'll ask her if there's something I could do better. And just in life general, it's always good to ask people, see what they think as well. Hmm. You know what I mean? Hmm. That's so true, man. I think it's interesting that you talk self-reflection plus actually getting support from others and, and getting that mm. that different perspective. When you like, you know, I've found that if, if you know, if you're close with a mate or you're, you're close to someone and you trust them, I feel like um, if you just take something to them, you can have a breakthrough. Like you can kind mm. of like, oh, you'll get a new perspective or you might take a new action or they put things into like um, just put things into perspective, I guess. I've said perspective yeah, like yeah. 10 times in that sentence, but <laughs> do, you, do you relate with that and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I understand. I, I just think like like working with other people, even just for small trivial things is so important, you know what I mean? Mm. Like it, it doesn't matter the, the size of it really, but it could be any small small issue, big issue, anything. Just talking to other people, get another, as you were saying, perspective, 
is really important, you know what I mean? Because you can get trapped in your own mind. And mm. I, I think I think that's really what it comes down to, especially just when it comes to, if I'm going to bring it back to the motivation thing, to get motivated, you can just do loops in your head, mental gymnastics, right? And you won't get anywhere. But if you bring someone else into it, if you find that's necessary, that's when it gets the push, right? Mm. That's so interesting because I love that kind of, that explanation of being trapped and doing mental gymnastics, like yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like spinning your, your tires in the mud. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I, I think I, like, I, I kind of agree. It's like, uh, and I'm saying still personally for myself, it's so important to clear your mind, have your mind right, and mm. just slowly be moving towards things in life, you know? Because, yeah, I think I think if, if you can keep out of that, that mud too much, you know, then you're good, you're good. Mm-hmm, 100%, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, James, why why did you choose psychology? And I know I know you also had a little bit of interest in philosophy as well, but, yeah, let's yeah. let's go there. Yeah, so I'm kind of, um, it's a weird one. Uh, originally, I think I've told you before, I was going to do commerce and that was what I was enrolled for. And then for the next, I took a gap year when I enrolled. And then for the next year, I was fighting over how I didn't want to do commerce. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> it was kind of just a, I was good at it during high school and I knew I could do it well, but it was not interesting sort of thing. And then I flipped the switch and I went, hold up. I'm actually really interested in like people and how we work. And it kind of put me into two weird spots where it was philosophy is by far the most interesting thing I've ever, I've ever looked at, like studied, researched anything, but I can't find myself going too far with it. It's, it's like a hard job opportunity for myself. I'm not sure how I would push that. And then I go into psychology because it's more of like the, how we work, logistically like actually how we work right Mm. um not so much just the theory and i found that to be satisfying in that i actually got answers from philosophy like what philosophy couldn't answer um where it was like open-ended questions and everything like that i got answers to issues about the brain and i thought that was quite interesting and for a long time i wanted to help like younger kids who have you know they might be uh have some sort of mental like issue or something or other or physical something or other right that's always i've always felt that was i don't know how to describe it just like i always felt motivated to help people like that i'm not mm. sure why i felt driven always um yeah i don't know it, it's kind of it's weird it's a weird spot i don't know i kind of yeah that's kind of why i went to into psych though um as hard as it is to do um kind of push myself in to try try my best to to help people like that i guess yeah that's um you know that's that's always not it's so beautiful to hear how that journey has unraveled yeah. i'm sure there's been ups and downs and times of not knowing and times of like you know figuring it out and stuff yeah 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 Jane, on your on your journey what have you what have you learned like what are some interesting thing interesting things or enlightening things you've learned about the human mind or, or how we work? I think most of the stuff, ironically, isn't so much from my study, but just interacting from other people, with other people. Mm. I think even just coming to uni, you get such a diverse cast of people that you meet and you hang out with. And you, you wouldn't have gotten that opportunity, say, in like high school or just working at a job. It's a different environment, right? And um, I feel like I've just learned how other people work and how they think a little bit better. It's not so much like a, a hard, hard rule, you know, like, oh, I worked at the brain. <laughs> this is the calculations. It, yeah, right? No, <laughs> not so much that, but it's just, you know, um, the whole the whole experience of just being at uni and that's just really been a social thing. Um, I've kind of just taken, yeah, I'm just taken aback, really, just, just how much you um, can, can appreciate other people and their, their, their perspectives and walks on life and stuff like that from just being here. Mm. yeah no I think that's so interesting because when I first started uni I was like I was there I, I thought I was gonna like okay make no friends focus completely on academics that's such a good talking right yeah right and and now now on this end of things I'm like make all friends and that's that's how you're gonna learn and and grow and that's the richness of, of the university like the community plus the mm. academics is kind of cool as well but you just kind of Get it, get as much as you can from it, 
but just mm. get through it, get through it. Cause it's really those yeah. relationships that develop and create so much. I agree hundred percent. I think, I mean, maybe it's a hot take. I'm not too sure, but what you learn at uni is really for career wise. Right. But what you, who you meet is for life. If that makes sense. I'm not sure if that, if that's something you relate with, but I see it as at university particularly the people you hang around with are people you actually enjoy hanging around with. You know what I mean? You, you're making a conscious effort to see them, hang out, check up on them, whatever it might be. Right. And they're, they're, they're hopefully going to be there for a long time in your life. And that's kind of like the idea, right? You yeah. kind of, but then the study is like the, this is my career. Take it seriously. This and that. All right. For, for a life experience. I think the social is definitely like goes crazy you know it's <laughs> <laughs> crazy gets sick of it yeah well you know i think um that's the kind of that's the nice thing because i like once again like comparing old old jacob mindsets of let's go work 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 hustle mm. sort of thing um dude I, I burnt myself out pretty darn quick and and then, and then I, you know, you think on it, reflect on it. And I had some time outside of you and I was just working. Mm. And, and you realize that all of it is for the purpose of, of trying to open your mind and enjoy life more and appreciate people and appreciate um, relationships and kind of slow down. I think, you know, I feel like we're so bombarded by culture, um, you know, to kind of push us to go, go farther, faster, quicker and, you know, quicker mm. than anyone sort of thing. Um, but then you look at real life and real people and what really brings joy, it's people. Um, that's personally yeah. for me. Do you, do you relate with that? or what do you, yeah. No, I agree. There's not much I can really add to that. It's, just, it, it's funny because I've never seen myself as a outgoing people person, right? Um, but then I kind of, I find myself at the same time really wanting those connections and it's weird, conflicting mental thing, gymnastics almost in my head, which I should avoid. But I'm, I'm like torn. I'm like, it can get, I can get really burnt out from like the experience with just other people who stop. On the other hand, I really enjoy it. Right. And there's this weird like life balance that I'm trying to work out. And it was really bad when I was younger. Nowadays, I feel like I'm really like getting on top of it. And it's like, it's like nice to see, you know, like I'm really like pushing myself and shit like that. I don't know if I can swear. I'm sorry. No, nah, yeah, you're good. You're good, man. <laughs> that's my bad. No, you're good. <laughs> dude, that's mad. James, would you, okay, say, say you were to go back like five, five or 10 years, we'll go five years back in time. What would you be telling yourself? How, like, obviously we've all learned something at time. What would mm. you tell the the younger James? I don't, I don't think the younger James would listen to me, but um, <laughs> kind of just, I don't know. If I could just really put it shortly, I, I'd just say trust your gut, really. There were so many times where I think I listened. This is, I'm doing loops and it's weird, but I listened to other people's advice that I kind of felt, hey, mm, doesn't quite sit right, but I'll do it because I trust them, right? Mm. Or I wasn't so sure and I needed a second opinion. But at the same time, something in the back of my head was like, hey, you should probably do this instead or blah, blah, blah. This isn't the right choice. It's, yeah, I, I really just feel like just trusting, trusting my gut. I feel like that's what I tell myself, especially. And, and not to get too hung up over mistakes. Mm. I think mistakes, you can learn so much from them more so than the actual experience itself kind of gets the thing where it's like you get hurt say but you learn so much from that hurt that it's an invaluable experience you know what i mean you wish it never had you can never want that to happen to someone else but the experience that you learn invaluable everyone needs to learn that you know whatever it was right mm. i feel like it's very important like it's weird i don't know <laughs> That's what do you think no i totally relate with that man because like I think the tough thing about listening to your gut is that there's there's so much almost social pressure or this or like no one will no one will really there's not many people out there who are constantly telling you to listen to your gut. It's not like it's 
socially fully there or like mm. you know um and you know you know that it's always got that that rightness to it and it's funny because sometimes i know it's some my guy's telling me something and yeah i don't listen to it anyway I end up regretting it yeah. and so but i guess you know that whole whole mistake thing like it's so true like i would rather have those experiences i would rather try things um do things take the action than than never having experienced it and being kind of locked in in my life and i mm. yeah so but i guess my question would be is james how does one start to listen to their gut more and how does one not be so afraid about making mistakes or kind of effing up i think Oh, that's hard. It's, it's it's hard because everyone's different. I find personally what what kind of pushed me just to trust myself and just be myself so much um, is stopped caring about what other people thought. I, I kind of I've kind of faked it to you make it in a way. I kind of told myself it doesn't matter what other people think. Oh, who cares what they think? You know what I mean? I'll do my own thing. I stop worrying so much about say my appearance or social press or pressure or whatever it might have been um and I kind of just try to push myself you know what I mean it was yeah I, I feel like from a personal like from my own personal experience that that helped me mm-hmm. um again everyone's different so it's hard to answer how to how to do that for everyone but really worrying about other people's perception of you is what stopped me I think from just trusting myself. Mm. Dude, that's um that's massive, man. That is so massive. <laughs> like, you know, it's true like cuz I feel like if if tomorrow there was a Hoover vacuum and it sucked the fear of of what people would think or like oh, you know, an outcome, it just sucked it out of our brains. Like who knows, man? Who knows what what we'd be doing? Maybe yeah. maybe we'd be doing some outlandish stuff that it's probably uh, best best not be done. But yeah. to be honest, I, I never really think that's the case. Like, you know, it's just like, because, you know, if that fear was lost completely, we'd be just creative, man. Like, be like kids again. That's what I believe. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Well, it, it's obviously like with a grain of salt, right, as you're saying. Um, but I agree. I think if we could just, just relax. It sounds very hippie. I'm not trying to be hippie, but... Just relax, you know what I mean? Just KV a little bit and not really worry too much about what other people are thinking about you and just doing, being yourself, you know what I mean? Trust yourself. Obviously, there are some, some things which, you know, other people should have a say on, stuff like that. But in the in the majority of your own actions, be yourself, you know what I mean? Do what you think's right. Mm. You know, I, I I like that, and it's so true. Like I, I was talking to um one of my other podcast guests, um, Maeve, and it was really interesting because I, I kind of asked her like similar vein of this question, and she said like this like mad. She said like a pretty mad thing. It was like like at, at the end of the day, like what what do you want? Like what do you want in your life? What's authentic to you? What lights you up? Mm. I mean, it's it's your life, and. I, and I think, um, like in in existentialism, they talk about this. There's this concept called the other, which is super nuts. And it's like, um, basically, the other, which is just like society and that people and that thing we're talking about, what people think, isn't actually real people. It's actually this this kind of concept that just exists in our mind, that kind of affects our actions and affects our, our mm. freedom, but it's not even real. Mm. So I don't know. It's it's interesting, man. It's interesting. Hard. It really is hard. But um, yeah. No, that's sick. That's really that's really cool to think about. To be honest. Wow. I don't know. Some nutty nutty stuff. It's it's weird stuff. It's weird to think about. Like even even just I don't know how you perceive things in general, and what you do really to yourself when you're thinking, when you start worrying about, this is kind of going back to what I was saying. And I really like what you were saying. I think it was Maeve, right? Mm-hmm. I really like what she was saying, what you, what you explained. That's, 
It's true. It's so true. And um, this was a couple of years ago, but I was speaking to my psych at the time and she said to me, this, this hit, man, this, this was something that like, when she had said it to me, I sat there and I was, I was like kind of ghost back because it was so obvious that I hadn't thought about it. She goes, who's the most constant in your life? Who's always there for you? And I sat there and I went, oh, you know, like my family or my, my friend, whatever. She looks at me and she just goes, no. I go, what? And she goes, it's yourself. Right? And I go, wait. Like that's, and I was like, what in the world? Right? It's so obvious. It's so clear. But in the context of the conversation I was having with her, it was like, who's always there to back you up? I never thought of myself as someone who should back me up. You know what I mean? Mm. And that freaked me out. And every time I think about like issues and like what, what might be going wrong, I think of that. And I think of like how she said it. And it freaks me out every single time. It's such a, it's such a mind trip. You know what I mean? Dude, that's a it, really, it, that's like actually kind of mad. That's a yeah. madness. Um, dude, Jane, why, in that case, bro, why are we, I don't know if this sounds like, you know, stupid or silly, but dude, why are we as humans just so against ourselves? Oh, wow. I think, oh, it's hard. I don't know if it's a distrust of self or so, so like worried and conscious about the other. I'm not sure where it sits from my own perspective. I think, yeah, that's hard. That's really hard, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, what do you think? What are your What are your thoughts on that? I like to be honest. I like it's hard to even talk about because like that whole thing about the constant being yourself. Sometimes, like you know, we're not even aware that we're kind of influencing ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I, I I do I do believe that I do believe that we do limit ourselves, like. In the sense that, like, I won't take an action because I fear this because I'm protecting myself. Yeah, I think there's that sense of safety there, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Is it? Yeah. What do you? What are your thoughts? It's hard. I, I do. I do think there's that balance. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to balance my phone somewhere. I'll just hold it for now. That's fine because I need to charge good. it. Um, <laughs> I, I do think it's like a balance of um. Yeah, it's like yourself and the other, right? Or like other people, society or whatever you want to say it is, right? It's, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's it's too hard to be definitive. I, I guess it comes down to yourself, really. I think end of the day it does. Like whether whether you think it might be society or the other, really you're putting that narrative on them you know what I mean? They might not be mm. thinking anything. You know what I mean? So I don't know. That's a that's a mad point. I think, like, regardless of what it is, the, it is narrative. Like, it's your own kind. It is. It, it's yours. Mm. Like, it's your thinking. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It's hard. On a on a on a deeper on a deeper note, man. Where does one where where is the best feed objectively at Macquarie University? The best feed. Yeah. You know what? I, I've been enjoying that. Um. The burrito place. I've forgotten their name. The they burrito place. Yeah, the iguanas. Yeah, that's, nice yeah, that's it. What they're do you nice, What do you man. order there, man? I just like the Cali burrito, but they're so sweet. They're always so nice, man. Like I, I went there late one day, and they were closing shop. And I remember one of the ladies. I, I asked for the burrito, and she goes, "Oh, you know, you're like a last customer of the day, or whatever. Take take extra stuff. You know what I mean? Like, don't worry about it." I'm like. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> Thank you. Whoa! <laughs> you know, not to say that they'll do that every time, but you know, just that—that that, that was my like second time going there, so I was like taken aback. I was like, wow, these guys are quite nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, so man. That, that good. They're super. They are super. They are like really awesome, man. I feel yeah. like um, I feel like every almost every eatery I go to, like well, more mostly like the Indian one, Little Asia, um the burrito one yeah i feel like i'm like a nephew like i feel like i'm i'm in nephew <laughs> mode, you know what i mean like the like auntie's looking after you and stuff no i agree to that big time i agree it's like it's like it feels homey you know they feel so like wholesome the way they like 
treat you. I agree, hundred percent. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's legit. Also, I told you, yeah, we had um the Euros place in Newtown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How good are they? That was nuts, man. They go hard, eh? They were like um. What what is it is it called? Is um Mr. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Euros, man. Bro yeah, yeah, bro yeah. was like serving me the um was serving me the Euros and I felt a little bit scared to order. That's how I yeah. knew it was that good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like up there the full, intimidated. The full authentic experience. <laughs> Dude, good food, oh, man. man. Good food. Good food can do it. It does it for me, man. Yeah. I reckon food's food's a weird one, man. I, I never really, when I was younger, appreciated, like, taste so much. I ate for efficiency. Mm. <laughs> and then nowadays, you know, you know what I mean? I kind of just like, like, oh, look, I'm hungry. I got to eat, you know what I mean? I got to eat my chicken nuggets and chips. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, whatever it might have been. And, and like, in the last couple of years, I've kind of I taken, taken a different perspective on it. You kind of sit there to enjoy it. It's still hard sometimes, but, you know, I got to enjoy it sometimes. And eat for the sake of your own fulfillment not so much because you're hungry you know what i mean like eat something good not because it's just filling yeah yeah that's true James, bro, it kind of it kind of trips me out though like think about this we just feel like as humans we have like whole teams of people growing food and stuff out of the ground like all a whole variety of food yeah. and we have whole teams of people who like transport it and then we'll make it and then we'll take what came out of the ground or came out of like Mother Nature, just put it in our tongue, and take taste it, bro, and just, like chew on it, and then digest it, and that that becomes our body. Like, what the heck? What kind of a what kind of a acid trip is that? You know what I mean? <laughs> bro, it's the most. Oh man, this is wild. You sound. It sounds like something. Uh... Like Shaggy from Scooby Doo might say, <laughs> you know what I mean? bit of a hippie it's, moment. <laughs> it's, a, it's, look, it's a major Shaggy moment. It's a zoinks. Oh. It's a major zoinks. <laughs> That's mad funny. No, it's, it's weird to think about. It's a hot take, but very like for real. We've just been doing it all our lives, so we've been tricked yeah. into thinking eating food is normal. Yeah, yeah. you know what works me up? But I had this conversation with a mate. It's a bit of a Kind of a topic change, not so much. But he asked me the question, "Would I go vegan?" Yeah, and it was just it was just a general question. He didn't mean anything by it. And I go, "Oh, like it's 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 hard because it's expensive and all that, right? And it's hard being young to to be able to afford it and stuff. I'm sure there are cheap ways to do it, but I'm so used to like the meat eating lifestyle." And he goes, he asked me some questions, and he goes, "If you were to see meat," like how it's prepared, would you, you know what I mean? Would you still eat it? And then I thought to myself, no, you know what I mean? And that wigged me yeah. out. I was like, cause this whole time I'm just sitting there, you know, I go to Coles and whatever, I'm pick up a, pick up a steak or whatever. It might be some mints. And then I never really think about where that's coming from. You know what I mean? And uh, I, it makes me upset to think about it, but it's sometimes ignorance is bliss. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that, man. Because I've seen, I've seen multiple vegan documentaries, mm. and like I've gone vegan for like a week, like two, two or three times. But the problem is, man, it's just that meat is so damn good. And then, <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. I'm serious. Like, I, like it's good. It's like it's got that. Like your family eats it. It's just yeah. easy to order when you're eating out. Um. Like all this stuff, man, and and then like you also get you get some videos from like paleo diet dudes and ketogenic dudes who are like yeah this mm. is ancestors diet we need me blah 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 so it's all yeah. it's all of that adding up but my my theory has been is that when veganism when being vegan becomes tastier cheaper and easier I believe then and or more nutritious. I believe mm. then people will make a switch effortlessly. Oh, a thousand percent. That was that was kind of my argument to him for why I hadn't done it. It's a hundred percent. Just it really does come down to that. Um oh, it's so weird to think about why. Bro, do it you really think is. do I've always thought this? Do you feel like I feel like in the future, like literally like even like 20, 30, 40 years in the future, people like or maybe a hundred years, like definitely a hundred years, 
people will look back on us and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they ate meat and stuff. That's that's horrifying. Like, what, like, you know? Uh, you know- I kind of hope, hope so. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you do? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of. I, I kind of hope in, it'd be nice to think because it's like, it's better for the environment, obviously. And I'm not too knowledgeable about the whole topic, but I know that it is in like the, the process of like, producing i'll say meat because the production thing really is very expensive and like disastrous really for the environment so like to think you know maybe in a couple hundred years or 100 years or whatever be, that we, we would have done that full switch that's that would be pretty cool i reckon See, i i had my i had it actually i had my beliefs challenged on that because i've seen like the videos of like you know how detrimental it is to the environment mm. And there was this, there's, there's this um, YouTube channel called Everything I've, I've Learned, and he's, you know, got a couple million subscribers. And he basically went through and debunked all these, these things about red meat and beef. Mm. And bro, it, it kind of like, oh, dude, like it, th- there was an aspect of this, like that some, some people live in areas of the world where you just can't grow co- crop and that you have to kind of create livestock and livestock can eat the, the kind of vegetation there and it will produce energy for those people around it sort of thing. So there's, there's an aspect of, of like apparently two thirds of, of the world's farming land, you can't grow crop on and that, mm. and that cattle actually, you know, so there's was, there was some interesting points there, but yeah, would you like for, for me, I, I'd probably eat lab grown meat. Like if it was lab. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> oh yeah. Put that on my fork right now. <laughs> Give me a whole plate of that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like kebab shops have lab grown meat. <laughs> Sometimes you know I mean? it feels like that, eh? Hey, doesn't it, bro? Oh, they, yeah, that, that's some. There's something else going on there, bro. <laughs> it would have been impossible, in, impossible beef. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it does look weird, eh? Hey? Like, yeah. There's the impossible beef, which is like the pea protein, but then there's also the impossible. Like it's impossible that it's actually beef. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, no, I don't know. I, I, I remember thinking I got asked like a while ago, similar, like not a similar thing, but kind of a a weird question, where it was. Well, well, first I'll say I'll answer your question because it's easier that way. I would a hundred percent. All right. Mm-hmm. Only reason why I don't is what we said earlier, really, and it doesn't taste very good right now at all. Yeah. Um, I've had some of them questionable vegan burgers and, and vegan wraps and stuff like that and it's and it's like supplementary meat you're eating it and you're like tastes like rubber <laughs> what am i eating <laughs> yeah you're like this chicken tastes like i don't even know like i'm chewing on a i don't know it's just weird so if they can if they can work that out i'll, I'll chow now <laughs> um but i, I want to ask you a question because it's a bit of a it's a bit of a doozy um if you could have a pill a day that made it so that you didn't like fed all your nutrition, nutrition, right? Did everything, but you could never eat food again. Would you, it would just one pill swallow it in the morning and your like dietary requirement is set for the day and you're all your vitamins and everything, but you don't, you can't eat mate or any food. Sorry. Would you do it? I, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would. Cause I think I can afford the food and I feel like food is, is a joy. So, mm. Yeah, I feel like if I was in a tougher situation, I'd be like, "Yeah, damn, bro, give me that, give me that ASAP." But I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like I might become depressed after taking the pill. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What are your no, thoughts, I man? I agree, man. I think if you had asked me that, this is kind of what I was saying earlier. If you'd asked me it like a couple of years back, I would have been like, "Give me that pill, you ain't, you know what I mean?" Um, but nowadays, <laughs> you Sigma <Yeah>. man. <laughs> <laughs> Trolling. No, <laughs> nowadays, but I reckon like I reckon yeah, kind of because I've grown to appreciate I think what I'm eating a little bit more. Um, both like appreciate where it comes from and appreciate the actual experience of eating. Because eating is an experience. Um yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it. It's yeah. too hard, you know what I mean? Dude, hundred percent. And I think I, I I love that because dude, there is so much that we don't know about the world, about food, about diet. Like I've seen that apparently we're still in the like the infants infantile stages of of, of nutrition and, and diet. 
and like neuroscience and and dude like we don't know about the world we don't know what sort of cuisines out there we don't know yeah. what taking such a big aspect of our lives would actually do you know yeah oh man not knowing you know what freaks me out when i think about it with the whole not knowing thing so i forget what the number is it's like we don't know like a large majority of what's in the ocean that freaks me out <laughs> that freaks me out we're like you know what i mean like to think that like the majority of the ocean is like not discovered or not whatever you know looked at that freaks me out it freaks me out i don't know i don't like it <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable i mean like there's some pretty deep deep dark abysses in the oh, ocean man. you know what i mean like that's that's freaky bro it's all but what stuff. if it's like i don't mean like what what if it's like squids, but like with bow ties running through? <laughs> I don't know, like something goofy. <laughs> and maybe I, I like them then. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what if they're just like just what normal dudes, like <laughs> Italian, Lebanese, Greek dudes, like down there just hanging out. Oh, as man. Fish, <laughs> fish people, man. Sitting down there with their arm on a rock, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, man. Oh, <laughs> you know, man. you guys been to the surface? <laughs> 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 hey, I didn't know they were chill like that, but uh, if they were, maybe I wouldn't be too worried about it. You I don't know, know I mean? man. I think the scary thing is, is that what what's down there and in there might be completely irrational. Like it, it oh, could yeah. just be like crazy, scary. You know, and if we went for a swim down there, we'd just die instantly because of the water yeah. pressure. The pressure, yeah, yeah. It's freaky stuff. Like some of the some of the photos of like the the deep sea fish they like things like you've seen like blobfish and stuff like that right that's like the classic deep sea right yeah and from what i understand at least the photos that we have aren't what they actually look like because we can't get a camera down there and then when they come up here the pressure changes and they like they squash you know what i mean <laughs> um but like oh it freaks me out i don't know weird stuff some like massive like octopus sharks could be down there like whatever like some weird fish the size of like my house for all i know you know what i mean yeah there could be even like who knows if there's creatures or life like in our solar system besides on earth and like inside the earth's crust i Mm. i never thought we'd be going to like conspiracy theories but here we are sorry right who knows it's my bad man no, I don't know. I don't know. No, it's like it's food for thought. It's obviously like with a grain of salt, and I don't take it too seriously. But it sometimes it's fun to think about, um, you know, the the weird stuff that we think about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, a bit of conspiracy here and there. It, it's fun, and it's it's um, it's it's exciting to see the unknown. I think one thing that has kind of brought a bit of like oh excitement again. Like I don't know when I was a kid. I used to play with like special effects. There was like a lightsaber thing, mm, like, like yeah, yeah. A lightsaber. Yeah, um, I thought that was fascinating and exciting. I feel like the next thing that has the thing in recent that's made me feel that way, which I haven't felt like in ages, is kind of like AI, ChatGPT, Dali two and stuff, and OpenAI, all that stuff. Bro, that's yeah. enough. Have you had to play? Is that that stuff is nuts? Have you had to play around with it? I I've had a uh, a pretty good look about it i've had a mate who we've just sat there for like a couple hours and he's just been typing stuff out on it and it's it's freaky you know what i mean mm. it's freaky because i was doing a um i'm doing a philosophy course now and one of the questions we got asked was basically how would you know if the people you're chatting to on the discussion board are people or ai would you be able to tell and i thought to myself you know with like modern day ai there's probably no way I could actually tell. Bro, there's like some, <laughs> there's some straight NPCs, NPC humans <laughs> who, who probably don't help the case. <laughs> I, I don't know, bro. I'm like, I think this guy, this guy, this guy is the AI. <laughs> no, that's a real human. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good stuff. It's crazy, though. <laughs> Hundred percent, dude. Get some, uh, <laughs> some M- and some NPC people, man. That's messed up. They're not helping our case. <laughs> They're not helping. Oh man! <laughs> like, 
<laughs> uh, yeah, for real. Bro, what, oh, what subject are you doing? Uh, I can't remember. Let me see if I can pop Philosophy of human nature, philosophy of technology. I think it was human nature, this one is, yeah. Oh, bro, that's one's a ripper, man. Yeah. Dude, I... The the free will versus determinism thing that had me mm. flipping out like for for like weeks. Really? Yeah, bro. You got some. You got some like mad stuff coming up. Oh, I'm excited. I actually really can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Was it was great, man. Dude, I feel like that's what philosophy and just different things and seeing new things does. It just expands your mind. It opens your mind, and dude, I think that's how you live a better life. Low key. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly I could say that I could say it because it's like it, philosophy is a weird trip where you're thinking about thinking you know what I mean yeah but like um, I think to question things is good you know what I mean like really really get to grips of your own who you are and what you are and kind of like experience new things just by thinking about it you know what I mean oh, you're always, everything you take for granted you know what I mean just think about it a second be like wait why why is this or is it even that or whatever it might be right we and had you kind um, of you know what i mean yeah yeah dude we had this um we had this i had this lecturer who i'm doing consciousness and self with and he said that if we if we get like the metaphysics which is like the basis of of you know of something i don't mm. know I look, i'm definitely butchering that i'm a philosopher <laughs> i'm butchering that he said <laughs> if we get if we get one assumption wrong at the start Every single understanding thing we build out, like in that field, is 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 ruined or it's it's on mm. shaky ground. It's like you mm. got to look, and so it's like it's incredible. You're like it's incredible the assumptions and different things. Yeah. Oh, that's sick, but it's 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 cool to think that <laughs> it's such a weird trick because you're thinking about thinking again. But it's it's cool to think that when you delve into it, it becomes your own. Not idea, but yourself, right? It's kind of what we we're saying right at the start. And um, I don't know. I, I kind of, I kind of appreciate. It. I think it's cool. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, oh man, I've just popped it up now. It's this class. It's such a good class, man. Very so uh, cool. It's so interesting. We had a um, we had a lecture for this class. It was like this was on like the robots, like realistic robots part. Mm. And like, dude, these lecturers are awesome, man. They're so good. They're like. They'll so gentle. They'll listen to your questions. They'll hear your perspectives. And it was my first year, and I I put my hand up in like the middle of a lecture, and I I was like to him like, how do I know that you're not? How do I know you're not a robot? Hmm. And very like he got a few like he got a few goofy laughs from the audience. <laughs> it was all sympathy, and very <laughs> stood there for a moment. <laughs> and he was just like, "Well, I suppose you don't know, really." <laughs> like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. The only is <laughs> the only subject whether you can question whether your lecture's a robot or not, and oh, they'll be totally chill about it. They'll just they'll entertain the idea. I, I wonder what they were thinking. They're like, "Is this look, kid for real?" Or no, I look back. I'm such an idiot. Like, I wish I, <laughs> I wish I was more respectful. But, but I'm so grateful that I had that experience and. And this is how awesome the lecturers and the tutors are. They're just awesome, really smart, witty, funny people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, oh man, it's it's weird to think about because you kind of see them as like, they're my teacher, they're like a higher, you know what I mean? Like on another level. But then you really break it down. They're just other people like you, you know what I mean? Mm. They think these weird things just like you, you know? Maybe they're thinking, am I talking to AI? You don't know, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> It could be anything, you know, and it, it's kind of cool to bring it down, kind of be like, damn, these guys are like, they're, they're just cool down-to-earth people, you know what I mean? Yeah. James, what, may, what, makes, <laughs> someone, what makes someone an NPC? Like, why? Why, how, who, what, where? I feel like, oh, that's hard. I feel like, I feel like people who just... To me, if I if I'm talking to someone and they just there's just nothing going on, I could I'm looking at them. Maybe they're just not interested in the conversation. I don't know, and they just there's just no thoughts up there. You know what I mean? It's like I'm talking to my dog. There's just no thoughts. You know, um, yeah. kind of see that they just maybe don't question things or you know they're not. No, I'm not going to say not with it, but 
not not self-aware i guess yeah that's that's the that's kind of what i'm looking for you know what i mean like they haven't thought about where what who they are why they're there whatever right yeah. um and i remember this is a while ago I, i've spoken to someone about that and i asked him why like yeah this is a mate right i asked him why like he doesn't think about that sort of thing <laughs> and he said he said it makes him uncomfortable and I, I kind of thought about it for a second and I, I thought that was quite interesting because it was like it's it's weird to think that getting in your own head can be uncomfortable i can understand it 100% and there are some some sort of there are some times where i 100% agree with that but for just simple life not simple but life questions it can be weird that other people haven't considered the same or even like alternate possibilities you know what i mean yeah that's not, that's weak that's actually interesting man like like i feel like there is there is value into into you know questioning assumptions and and i think it, it is scary at the start like I, I guess it is but if you mm. push through and you keep looking deeper i think if you get through the discomfort you get to a, a source and place of of like I don't know, of good vibes or, or truth, mm. you know. I think that's so important, you know. Mm. Yeah. No, I think it just coming to come to like your own realization. It can be quite like self fulfilling, you know what I mean? I think James, we're all, we're young, bro. We're on a journey, yeah. but it's sick. James, did you study like when you talk about philosophy, did you study like stoicism or anything like that? Or like what's what is your what was like what was your kind of interest? So you kind of nailed on the head, on the head. I'm not like how to describe it. I don't know too much, but I definitely know that I align with general Stoic values. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I've watched like other podcasts, stuff like that, just to kind of like philosophy podcasts. I like to do that. Um, and it's kind of just cool to think that like people, I because I can align to their way of thinking. Um, in obviously from what i know i don't know everything but um i think it could be quite cool so i i feel like and then obviously when it comes to philosophy in university I mean, this is my second course doing it right so i'm quite limited as to what there is like full stop but um yeah i think stoicism is really where i've where i've kind of hit the nail on the head for me you know what i mean hit it what what is it about like I don't know, man. Like, I, I think I want to get, like, because I, I did a little bit of stoicism, like, and just kind of just, you know, checked out a few things earlier. Mm. But, like, what is it, what is so moving about that sense of, of, of stoicism? Like, what is it, what is it for you, I guess? Like, what, whatever that may be generally, what, what have you taken out of looking in that direction? I, I, I like the idea of really just thinking rationally, like, not being, it's like very like true to it i'll say but like too emotional right with emotional within reason i think is what i take away from it um obviously have fun enjoy your life and that but like when it comes down to negative emotion i usually that's where i take it for um, like that's where it like hits me more for negative emotions don't let it hit you as much you know what i mean like mm-hmm. think about it like rationally like oh someone cut me off I could get upset and I could make this like my whole day. You know what I mean? Or, you know, make it like a two second thing. Like I'm not perfect. I'm not going to not react to it, mm. but like, you know, Oh, that guy, he's not very nice. He cut me off, whatever. Right. But it's really how you, what you take from what you do with it is what I take from it. Mm. Um, I feel like it helps. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool stuff. I love that. I love that because they say that, mastery isn't never reacting again but it's mm-hmm. about how quickly you can drop back into your peaceful or your, your kind of contented state yeah. so yeah you know that's cool that's cool and i feel like um i don't know man like i think whether it be gary v or, or david goggins those guys they kind of they kind of push me away from doing hard things and hustle and work culture i kind of I kind of learned to be like, hey, that's all cap. It's a bit BS sort of thing. And I, I kind of devalued that sort of extreme sort of stuff, devalued in my mind for a while. 
Mm. But just just recently, there's been kind of a little, I don't know, a little resurrection of it in the sense that, um, like doing hard things, discipline, and and you know, small actions leading to habits. I I feel like that that there's no way to get around it. That if you just do it, it will strengthen you, and it feels good. You know, like mm. it feels good, and it, it impacts other areas of life. And I feel like I want to be doing more of that. What what's your vibe with that? It's not like I'm not actually sure about you said you named two names, right? I don't actually know who they are. Okay, yeah. Um, um I don't know. I don't know. It's could you like rephrase it maybe? Maybe I'll get like a you know what I mean? Like it would pick yeah. something else. What I what I would say is is kind of the value of of challenging yourself, doing doing hard things and, and just taking action. Mm. It's hard. Everything is different for everyone, right? Mm. I think. Oh man, I don't know. I think just kind of what we were saying earlier. Really, that's kind of what it comes down to. Just doing what you want to do for yourself, and trying to just try to push it. You know what I mean? I can't really think about how else. Yeah, I don't know. That's don't cool. Know, you stumped me. <laughs> that's cool that's cool of me because what i would because i was watching this um this guy i read this guy's book his name's dr benjamin hardy and yeah. he talks he's like a he's like an organized initial psych guy and he talks about this thing called like future like a future self and it's yeah. basically like you imagine like what 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 goal like what abnormally big goal do you want in 10 years time and then who is who is the person who is the person that has that and it's really trippy because he talks about connecting with the person in 10 years' time, like the Jacob or the James of the future. Mm. And that the more that you kind of build up a connection and a rapport with with that imaginary person in your mind, the more you start becoming that and the more actions mm. you take. That's a bit of a bit of a trope, isn't it? Yeah, bro. That's it's weird trippy. to think Because think about this, James. If you... If you were to go back 10 years into your past with who you are now, like all the challenges and things that you had back then, like how what would they be? They'd be like nothing, hey? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think there's like a good analogy for that. Um, this, is, this is something that Emily said where it's about the balloon. I don't know if she'd mention that to you. It's like your balloon of like responsibility. I'm going to butcher it and she'll probably say this. She'll be like, it's not what I said. But it is what it is. Um, she, tell her she'd that. she'd have to come on the podcast to correct it. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. No, but it was just like it's like a balloon of responsibility. When you're younger, your balloon's smaller, but it's all you have, right? And when as, as you get older, it gets bigger. And those small little worries, you kind of saw them as like nothing, right? But then they were the biggest thing you had. I think that's kind of. I don't know, that was that was a cool like moment I think where it was like wow it's so true you know what I mean because mm. um, if I were to come back at myself when I was younger all those worries that I had everything everything that was going wrong I could handle that so easily now you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, but then it was like that was a learning experience that was like the the toughest time of you know thirteen year old me's life whatever it was you know what I mean. Yeah, so it's it's weird. I don't know. It's um, it's so strange how, like, with experiences, we're just able to be better and and face challenges. And I think I think that's kind of cool because I love it because it it means that we kind of do grow. Mm. So I, I love I love that. That's a really cool analogy because it's like um, you know, we're, we're always going to be facing challenges, but in ten years' time, there'll there'll be nothing and there won't be as as relevant like we we'd grown from it and that's that's interesting it's 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 a trip it's definitely like it's hard because everything that you're experiencing now is like the peak of your life right every second is the next peak and so mm-hmm. every experience that you have is probably the hardest thing you'll experience until the next one right mm-hmm. and it's 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 just weird to think about but kind of growing from that um, is really what it comes down to, I suppose. Kind of make that bubble bigger for your for your later self, so you can experience like like 
So you don't have to worry about your younger experiences so much. You know how to handle them. It's pretty cool. You know, it's um, you know, it's it's trippy because you know the the only difference between a more capable, more powerful self who's kinder, more loving, more understanding of the world, and and a self that is is where we are now, it's literally just thinking and like your your thinking and and that I include your experiences as well. Like if you were just like if if you would just have this like spontaneous flash of experiences and thinking in your body mm. who you are right now all of a sudden things would look so different and we do mm. think different which i don't know man it trips me out it's been tripping my balls recently <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I like what you said ex- uh, the experience thing but i think that's so true you know it's kind of what we said at the start of the whole thing right like to be to to have wisdom is like for experience, right? There's, there's what I see as wisdom, one of the two aspects of it. I don't know. It's weird stuff. It's what, cool. what is, you know, honestly, James, like what is experience but now a, a, a memory? You, you, you know what I mean? That's, that we're getting, we're getting. Bro, we, the... We're going there, bro. And if mem- memory is <laughs> just thinking, man, it's just your thoughts, you know? Oh, man. And then it gets like troublesome because like, you remember things through your own vision, like through your own lens of things, your own mm. like biased lens. And so it's, it's weird because how you remember something in your experience for, for yourself is different from another person and not everything. Everyone takes the same thing from it. Yeah. Oh, everything's, everything's a mess. That's okay. <laughs> it's Damn, hard. Bro. Damn. <laughs> That's crazy. <man. laughs> yeah. That's lit. That's lit. Damn, bro. So Jimmy, what's uh what's next on the uh what's the next agenda? yeah what's next on the agenda? Um, nothing much really. I'm just just cruising through this year, I reckon, and um, and vibing it out. You know what I mean? Getting to see where I can go when I finish the degree, mm. and uh, see where things yeah see where they can go. Just let them let them work themselves out. I suppose I'll get to it when I get to it. Not stress too much now. <laughs> That's it's easier that way, you know what I mean? That's the best. James, might I ask so. as well, bro? Oh, yeah. You texted me, um, I don't know if it was last Friday, bro, and you asked me, oh, it might have been Thursday, you asked me if I was at U-Bar or something like that. Mm. Oh, man. Bro, is there another doppelganger? There is a, this is a, a third friend in peril. Dude, I saw him from the back heck? and I was like, that has to be you. That hats. I was like, "There's no way in hell it's not." Yeah. And then he turned around, and I went, "There's no way." What? I was like, I was like, I was like, it hit. I was like, it's not him. But from behind, I was like, it. I was so convinced. Same build, same hair, like similar style. I was like, "Damn, this guy's droopy." You know what I mean? And <laughs> and it was. I was so shocked. I was so upset when I was like, "No, it's not him." Um, but yeah, there's there's another one. Long haired glassed fella. I've been searching all of campus all my life <laughs> for this this acclaimed uh doppelganger, bro. Apparently <laughs> he goes rock climbing. Apparently he's oh, been really? rock climbing. Because my friends went rock climbing and they said like Jake Rufool went to your car went to the car and like we thought you came out of the car, but it actually wasn't you and there's like a bunch of oh, us wow. in your car, bro. Oh, it's funny, but <laughs> so oh, bro, that's... yeah. And I thought, I thought, like, you know, that was you, man. I thought, oh, this is Jimmy. The man. But, man, there's another one, man. There's another yeah. one. He's a, a bigger and badder guy who does rock climbing. There's a, big, there's a bigger and badder. There's always a bigger fish. <laughs> <laughs> With a little oh. fish being eaten up by yeah, the, yeah. the big archetype. <laughs> Where are his doppelgangers? Oh, bro. What is he? Bro, yeah, like, who knows, man? Maybe. Maybe we should start like an Instagram page just for our doppelgangery. Find, like, finding people every, who look find, like us. Find dudes who look exactly like us. <laughs> oh, man, that's I'm sure crazy. there are a couple more, bro. I'm sure. Yeah, I think they're out and about. They have to be. <laughs> they have to be. Oh, man. I remember during the whole, um, all of work, I remember, especially during training, just people coming up to me. And being like, oh, is that is that your twin? Is that your is that your brother? Is he your cousin? And dang, hey, oh, part of me every time was like, this is the funniest thing, right? I have to like, I have to go to be like, yeah, 
it is 100 yeah, yeah, yeah and then and then after a while i was like there's no way like i'm not gonna sell it to him you know what i mean like yeah it's i just... felt guilty after a while i was like no i can't like they actually believe me bro people were actually believing us man it was yeah. crazy bro yeah it was i was different man i've never had that not even with my own brother man it was weird <laughs> <laughs> that's funny bro funny bro. yeah jimmy are there is there any other question that I missed or that you would have liked to be asked? Anything that I'd like to be asked. Well, is there anything actually that was interesting that you'd, you'd like to share? We talked about it a lot, didn't we? Eh? Yeah, man. Kind of, kind of did a bit of a, a full loop on just about just about a bit of everything. Yeah. It was very, um, <laughs> very productive. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. There's much more I can say, really. But I, I really liked, like, how we started. We started to like. I don't know. It was like tripping my own mind out a little bit. Um, I kind of like. I kind of like how we're doing that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. No, it's been really good. I really like this. It's good fun. That's epic, bro, James. Any any last any last words? Any last <laughs> words for the podcast, at least. <laughs> Not this not for life. Yeah, he was like, "What? What have you made?" I I got no plugs. I got nothing. Um, just vibing. You know what I mean? Just be be who you are. Be happy. That's it. Damn, bro. Well, if if that well, if you want to get onto James, give me a message. Shoot me a message. He's the vibes, man. My doctor, <laughs> my bro. And um and we can kind of go from there. But James, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the potty, man. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, bro. I've loved it. Thank you. All right, bye everyone. <laughs>